Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J. Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. friends did you miss us because we're back we only had us for three hours earlier i know that's like nothing (laughs) we did a little poll on watch over and how long you guys want podcasts and the general consensus was an hour so we're sorry (laughs) we keep talking so much and then it was literally a 50 50 tie on whether or not if it was like a long podcast whether or not you would want us to split it up into parts so we're just gonna like I think we should just follow along with what the people the people who made comments and the people who made comments seem much more invested in having an all-in-one kind of yeah, thing yeah I agree so they win sorry next time you want to yeah, yeah. <laughs> be sure to speak up tell Gotta us what you use think. your voice use your yes, voice use I have also words. turned my mic down because I'm a natural projector and yeah. Cal has turned hers up so I hope that's gonna We've I, done this several times, turning mine down and turning hers up. But we get quite I had mine way, way down. Like, you mine was below a quarter. Down. Oh, girl. And so I... Well, I that was a problem. I raised it to a quarter. Because, so like, just so you're clear, my yelling will not stop. Or screaming. She likes to yell. I get very passionate <laughs> about this stupid yes. television show that we... And let's underline that for a second. It's, can I tell you, know, you it something? It really is a stupid television it's show, dumb. guys. Um, can I tell you something? Vampire Diaries is going to be uh, being removed from Netflix in a short period of time. And I feel like that Jesus I think Jesus all is, the CW shows are. I think they are getting yanked if they're off air. Um, I no, like I that's heard Jesus like Arrow name. and Flash and everything are all Are they yanked. doing their own streaming thing? Because they've talked so. about that for years. Ugh. I think so. Yeah, because I heard that they were all going, all of them. Oh, I only heard that it was like the off-air shows. I was just like, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I saw I a like, headline, but I feel like, I like it was the hand of God <laughs> removing the pain from like my life. It. Just I, like I'm not going to be able to finish season four because you're not caught up. On oh my God, you're right. <laughs> I'll just tell you what happens. Okay. It's all downhill from four anyways. You knew that. I did. I can see it. You saw one through three. <laughs> I saw three and a half seasons because I'm halfway through four. Okay. Well, I can very rapidly binge four of Lost, particularly since I probably have a broken hip. I biffed it so hard in Target, you guys. It was bad. Like, I told fell you on my hip. Sue them. You know, I don't know if I can because <laughs> if there's a lawyer out there, drop a comment on Twitter because I fell and it was like a inside fresh, the store, inside the store. And it wasn't like, a oh, I caught myself gracefully. No, no. It was a flat on my face, <laughs> completely biffed it. And like it looked like they had just waxed the floors and there was no signs. So I feel like. And my heel just went, like, right out from under me. It just, like, whoop. I'm telling you, I bet she should at least get a gift card. That's I what I'm saying. Like, I mean, maybe, like, some gum or something. 
gift card gift card okay so (laughs) we are talking about the importance of felicity smoke because there's I think people some people question yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's not just haters that question it. No, no, no. Haters always question right. the importance of Felicity Smoke. Well, but the, show's, the show's understanding of the importance of Felicity Smoke. Is and, and the Felicity fans' understanding of the show's understanding of the importance of Felicity Smoke. Right. And then we're going to have a little chat about Canaries because... Yikes. There's a canary episode coming up. And Who cares? nobody. <laughs> no. Yeah, like I'm not so much, oh, I'm gonna boycott this. No, but it's just like I already I know watch what it's gonna be this... about, so I don't I know. care. I, 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 I throw everything I watch everything. Just freaking Oh, I will watch it and I'll up roll my eyes and be like, whatever. Anyway. Listen, guys, here's the deal. We're getting a baby, so then they're giving the other side one episode. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. We really do come out ahead. Yeah. Believe it or not. It's all good. You know. This is all in favor of us. So Right. So fine. I'm going to let Cal take the wheel. Jesus take the oh wheel. God. Because So what are we starting thoughts. with? We're starting on Felicity because you had a good rant prepared. Oh, well. It made you stir your rage fires. It's, 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 rage might be, irritation was definitely, yeah. like, I saw um, something on Tumblr earlier today, and it was our, our lovely friend Jessica, who I know listens, and I never remember your Tumblr, Twitter tag, Jessica, but she's Are You With Me Guys on Tumblr. And she got an ask where somebody said, okay, maybe maybe 7A was Felicity-focused, but 7B isn't, and you're naive to think, blah, 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 blah. I kind of blacked out after the you're naive part because I'm like, okay, this is this is ridiculous. Kelly you come into up. somebody else's ask box with a different opinion from theirs. It's okay to have a different opinion, but you come into their ask box for their blog where they have a different opinion and tell them that they're naive because they don't think exactly the same way as you do. Listen, do you not realize tra- how right. how how messed up that is? Yeah, like, don't throw that? hands, Janice, if you ain't gonna finish it. Like the, I hate that shit. First of all, if you're gonna like have a disagreement with somebody and like insult them and call them naive, which is an insult. It is because we're is grown. Come on, guys. Like it's not it an be insult better. if you tell a little twelve-year-old girl she's naive because they're supposed to be naive, but when you tell grown-ass women that they're naive you, like, you no. come off looking and don't like, come at jess no one touches jess jess is delightful she's a cupcake and she doesn't of, deserve she's a, she's a have... wellspring of hope for you people <laughs> leave her alone apparently she's been she gets a lot of these asks like and bless this. her soul I'm like, well bless her soul she answers them, them? I, know, I don't right? answer them listen if at this point here's my attitude about my ask box if you're coming to me and bitching about Elicity, Felicity Smoke, Oliver Queen, at this point in the show, Please don't. Um, you're getting blocked. Yeah. Not only am I not but answering it's... you, you're getting blocked by your IP Life address, dear friends, because I'm Life done. Life's short. Life's short. We've probably got one and a half years left of the show. I want to enjoy my like... baby storyline in peace. Peace and quiet. <laughs> right. Leave me to my joy. This is my thing. Like, don't Jen shit on other people's like rainbows. The... That's all. Jen and I are like the equivalent of retiring to a lakeside somewhere. For real, though. We're like (laughs) in a cabin. 
<laughs> no, you know what? We're in Aruba. Oh yeah, there mm-hmm. we go. Drinking mai tais yep, on the beach. It, on the beach. No, pho- no photographs. No photographs. <laughs> just watching our show, peeps. That's that's where I'm at. And I literally, I'm sorry. I don't see where the complaints are coming from, which is kind of your attitude. I feel because I got a preview of the rant. I definitely don't see where it's coming from partially because they're saying okay here i found the ask she says it says i don't think felicity was sidelined in 7a but she has definitely been pushed aside in 7b and disgustingly so in the 150th episode Mm. oh it's going Mm, a little far (laughs) disgusting i mean do we have to put that like it was disgusting in the 150th episode I don't mean she I wasn't feel like that's a, lot, a little but... oh, like that's a little harsh. <laughs> that's, okay. So that's a little dramatic. But sure, okay. Jan. All right. It goes on. Keep to going. Say, Here we go. Mm-hmm. I think it's very naive to think otherwise. Okay, <laughs> nice judgment call from you there, Anon. Emily awesome. also didn't film a single day for seven seventeen <gasps> as she was in L.A. the whole time, so she's even going to miss her first episode ever. This is problematic. And I'm just like, okay, can I talk? Can we take a sidebar? Can we take a sidebar on this whole fucking watching how much Steve and Emily film? Blah blah. Listen, that crap (laughs) matters when there's like like a grave, like season four. Like we were watching Cassidy's like film schedule, like a hawk. (laughs) No, no. Here's the thing. It's like yes, I give a crap because I want Felicity in every episode and. Mark my words. I think she's going to be in whatever this episode, 717. I don't even know which know. one that is. Is that training day or? Whatever. No, that's I don't seven, care. I it's don't, 717. No, it, it doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't matter to me. Um, Maybe she'll be in it for a scene. Maybe she won't. Listen, what about, do you remember 304 where she showed up at the very, very, very end of the episode? What about like... All those times in season two, like, remember? You got, like, half a second. Take care of Oliver. You yeah. Know, just like, that was a high point. You know, guys, listen. You act like this Again. is the first time yeah. Felicity has, has filmed very rarely for, for an episode. And it's absolutely not. Like, when you talk about her being sidelined, I'm like, compared to what? I mean, the, the, the worst the I, I <laughs> the worst I feel like she was ever sidelined. If we're going to talk benching Felicity was 5A. Yeah. First half of season 5. Maybe, but But even then that better. wasn't that bad. She was no. still in plenty of scenes and she was still in important scenes. And That's important. The thing. She was in all the important ones. So, I just like y'all, it's an ensemble. And guess what? They get vacation days throughout the year. And some episodes are going to use them a lot. And some episodes, that they're not. And as well, the lead actress, she's going to be yes, in the majority of the, you know, exactly of the episodes. Yeah. She's the lead actress, guys. Trust me, Emily's not sad that she got a day off. Let's just be no. happy for Emily that she gets to spend a day with Ophelia. Have y'all been looking at her Instagram lately? The girl is a snowboarding fiend. Her, she's constantly up peace. on that mountain with her friends. I don't understand where this whole, like, like this is all, <laughs> this feels like insecurity. It is insecurity. It absolutely like you need to be constant. Emily has to be present in every Mm -hmm. microsecond of film on Arrow in order for people to believe that the show values her character and her her what she brings to Arrow. 
That's y'all, not how it works. They, that's not how it works. Well, first of all, they they first of all they understand what she brings to the show. Otherwise, they wouldn't have made her the lead actress. Well, here's here's and let's let's drill down on this for a second because yeah. I feel like some people think lead actress means she's in the majority of the show aside from Steven. No, which she is. Well, yeah, but, but like that's I not mean, what no, it means. But on But yeah. no, it here's the thing. Stephen and Emily and David, they are basically the the core actors and their characters are the core characters of the show. Mm-hmm. We are in season seven. This is not season three, not season two. This Mm-mm. is season seven. Okay. These these guys have put in long, long hours filming episodes and episodes and episodes and episodes. They have earned the ability to say, you know what? Let B team take it from here. Let me have a day off. Let me have a couple days off. I want to spend more time with my family. I want to spend more time with my friends. They have earned that. That is what being the leads lends you at season seven of a TV show. Okay. So her not being in every single scene or in a certain pre-designated percentage of the episode isn't what's important. What is important is is the importance of the scenes she is in. And you sit there and you say that the 150th did a disgusting job of sidelining her. She had the most important line of dialogue, I think, from the entire 150th. She summed up which the is, entire damn show in one line. Jen, Jen, or Jen, Jess, Jess pointed it out in her response to this Anon by saying, listen, she said she doesn't like vigilantes she likes the word heroes because that's what they are and that summed up the show that was the it most also summed up thing. the essence of the of felicity smoke yes Belief. and it's just like she's her, the believer her scenes with william hugely important yeah those her are great scenes, scenes those are amazing scenes those are the best scenes in the whole damn episode i can't right? take this never-ending bitching like y'all if you're this unhappy time to move on and we, yeah. we've talked about this. We've talked about that we it's have, an ensemble we show. We've talked about that, that they get that the Felicity is important. We've talked about that, that you know, Emily's not going to be in every episode. But the minute Emily's not in an episode a ton, oh, Arrow doesn't give a crap. And can we talk about the sidelining situation? Seven B is three. We're, it, we're three episodes into Seven B. Well, they're also predicting episodes. That we're at least a good month off from seeing. Which, I mean, you know, I hate it's it. It's always we, worked well in the past. Right. That's always this. worked in our favor. Well, this is what the episode's going to be. Like, even so if we're positive sad. about it, it's rarely. Listen, before 713 aired, I saw people saying that 713 was going to be terrible. Okay? Right. Because of the article about the newbies that came out. And also, Listen. it's the 13th episode. And that's well, no, I saw, I saw people actually th- had, quote, legitimate reasons for, for thinking it was going to be terrible. And it ended up being one of the best episodes, episodes of the season. Ever. <laughs> okay. Ever. Hey guys, listen, <laughs> sh- am I sure that the Canary episode is probably going to be a big fat dud if that's all they're doing is focusing on the Canaries? Absolutely. But have there been dud episodes before? Absolutely. Do I still watch and love the show? Absolutely. Well, again, you know, <laughs> Arrow has... And here's the thing. I think this is the underlying... If you want to talk naivete, fine. Um, the underlying... Yeah. Uh, Who's naive here? Right. The underlying 
you know, message of this ask to me is they want Arrow to pick. They want Arrow to fire all the canaries, yeah, kill them all do. off, okay? Yep. And they want it 100% Felicity and Alicia focused. And any time that, that that and NTA and, or OTA. And any time the Arrow peep folks uh, toss a bone to the Laurel Lance fandom or to the newbies, there's this there's this undercurrent of anger and I understand it to a certain extent because those aren't the things that you enjoy but they're not going first of all they have picked they picked okay they picked the in season happened two so long ago the picking <laughs> happened so long ago you guys like it's the there is no war we won it's like it's like saying we're still waiting for you know I saw somebody say that they were they were new to watching Arrow and they said that they were they assumed from all the the social media posts they saw that there was this big love triangle between Oliver, Felicity and Laurel because there's these ship wars. Oh, yeah. And then they started watching and they're like, wait a minute. It's actually 100 percent clear that it's Felicity. Right. Right. Why are they fighting? Right. It's like exactly. Exactly. Why are you fighting? Listen They've to the newbie lost. person. We've won. It's okay? over. The fact Let that them the, have the their Canary fans, episode. It's the, fine. The fact that the Laurel fans are still fighting us, it says more about them. Okay, just ignore them. Yeah, I'm, Let them I'm cool. Go. If you want to boycott the episode and you don't want to watch well, it sure. or you don't yeah, like it when they watch. do this, that's fine. But I would don't take it to the point anon. That you are, which is, a, it's your, you're revealing your fairly, uh, you know, substantial and deep rooted insecurity about Arrow. You're not able to recognize that um, Arrow does value Felicity, well, but and that also, value doesn't require a 100% focus, particularly right. in an ensemble show. And they're insecure in that they want others to agree with them and if they don't they get called names i've never seen this much fighting <laughs> like, over screen time on a show within a fandom it's stupid it's, it's bizarre really stupid. to me because it's... i mean i've watched a lot of shows and i've been in a couple fandoms and they're all ensemble shows with at least three or four core leads okay and i've never seen this where there's just this um just almost vitriol over certain characters getting more screen time than others. I mean, literally the only time I can think of it is Dawson's Creek because Vanderbeek was pissed that Josh Jackson was getting more lines than him. But that was actually generated from the actors. I can't, I really, I mean, Buffy is a great example. That, that was, you know, Buffy was the lead. That's as the closest I can get to Arrow in the sense that it had a similar format where Buffy was the lead um the love story was important but it was not a the main component of the show i would say arrow puts more importance on elicity than um we didn't ever put on bane buffy and angel or even buffy and spike um i would definitely agree with you know xander and willow would get their individual arcs Giles would get his individual arcs there would be you know episodes where Sarah Michelle Gellar wasn't in them a lot that happened uh there were secondary characters who got uh big storylines too 
there were bad villains and there were good villains. This is all, I mean, literally, uh, Mark Guggenheim took the, <laughs> took the Buffy format and applied it to a superhero show. Well, she was a superhero too, but, you know, a more traditional comic book, quote unquote, superhero. So um, I understand there's a lot of characters on Arrow that there seems to be this line in the sand where these are our faves and we don't like these other ones. And there seems to be more of that um, within the Arrow fandom than maybe I've seen on Buffy. Because, you know, everyone loved Giles, Willow, and Xander. Um, well, it's 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 to compare Giles, Willow, and Xander. They are the Felicity. And right. Dig. They're the they're the OTA of Buffy. I mean, right. but you know, Vampire Diaries was that you know core three leads, and then there was a shit ton of characters, and you know there would be tons of episodes where it's, it's like we're Stefan. <laughs> you know, it's like okay, um, but I never heard the complaints as loud from other fandom members. Maybe because they were too busy fighting about other stuff. But um, what I get confused about is even like if o- NTA and Laurel is getting a lot of attention, even for a couple episodes, which I always feels happens around this time. This is, I mean, this is the oh, best yeah. it's ever been in the mid season slump where it's. Um, well, not just, a constant focus on secondary characters. I mean, we just had one of the best episodes ever. It was very Alyssa focused. I so, just don't, I don't know. get it because Katie Cassidy has not been filming a whole lot this year. I mean, like, Laurel can we talk about Black Siren's role compared hardly, to last year? She, she, they have yeah. cut way back from. I mean, what she was used last year in six. And, and when she's in it, she's often with Felicity. And she's with Felicity. I, you know what so they're do- the and point? yeah, are they doing that on purpose to make Probably. Black Siren more palatable? Probably. I but mean, I'm glad for it because but whatever, I get help. more Felicity out of it. You <laughs> exactly. know, like there's not like a real a downside for me. for me. I don't need them to nuclear. Listen, they nuked Laurel Lance for me already. They killed her. Yeah. And there's this she's concept gone. I think okay. when we're talking about Laurel that because, and this is kind of the problem, I think. You know, you you're starting to b- believe the Laurel Lance fandom's own press. It's like I think until I think she's killed again, we haven't won. They're not okay? going to kill her again, guys. They just aren't. They're not, not going to kill happen. her again. Okay, Katie mm-hmm. Katie Cassidy got her little pink little butt back on the show, yeah. and we can it's, debate. Just let it go. Just let it go. Okay. <sighs> we can be de- debate how and why and what reason and what. The, the producers say, but she's off. not she going leave. anywhere anymore. She could leave for whatever other reason, maybe, but I don't think, unless Katie Cassidy herself wants to leave, that she's going to be going anywhere. She's certainly not, her character's certainly not going to die. No. Listen, Katie Cassidy, <laughs> I mean, it don't matter if Arrow's the Titanic. That girl get, isn't getting on another ship. <laughs> She's going down by the head with Arrow. She's staying put. Now, we can debate the reasons for that. Um, but I, like, don't really care anymore. It's no, just what I is. And if, if, if she's on the show, then use her. As long her, as she's palatable, then yeah, I'm Then good. use her in a way that's entertaining. And thus far, eh, you know, they're, listen, Laurel's a gradient scale. It's kind of like. 
you can't you can't measure her on the same you know what i mean like you can't measure the laurel lance character whatever fucking version we're talking about you can't measure it on the same scale as like oliver queen or felicity or daigle like no she has her own scale and that scale the the markings start lower and it only gets up to a certain high point and that high point is nowhere near the high point of oliver and felicity diggle and diggle's character like it's it's just not you just gotta like change the math you know so it's fine if you hate any and all uh incarnations of this character but just because she's getting a focused episode does there seems to be this this is how i feel that there's this internal episode (laughs) right there's like this internalized fear within the you know elicity fandom or emily Ricard's fans or whatever that what Emily has earned can be taken away from her at any second. Absolutely not. That the queen of DCTV, that that the female lead role is going to be taken from her and given back to Katie at any well, minute. The thing is, I'm like they, you guys, it's because just, it's happened to Katie. They think it can happen to Emily too. Right, exactly. We're too far along, and it's not the same. You're comparing apples and oranges. It's just not even the same situation. No, not even. They close switched to the it same because situation. they changed. They 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 switched it to Emily because they were permanently changing the fabric of what Arrow was going to be in terms of the great love of Oliver Queen's life, and they've done that. They've threat. It's like we're. It's like we are half. We are three fourths of the way done with a quilt, okay? And you mm-hmm. think that the last quarter of it is suddenly going to be this completely different looking quilt, or that we're just going to unravel all of it, and they're Listen, not going to do any the of that. Only the only reason things would change absolutely dramatically is if Emily herself wanted to leave, and I don't think that's happening. Right, but th- again, that's not the show. That's not yeah. the writers or the no. showrunners. That's Emily. That's a very different situation. Exactly. So when I see, and they're never going to just pick a side, guys. They've, they, well, they've picked, they've picked the Elicity fandom as many times. And they picked us in the ways that matter. In the ways that matter and, and have thrown what I feel is the way I look at it is, you know, this is my vision of the show doesn't quite match up to what the actual vision was but it it's about as close as it's gonna get um but i don't expect them to nuclear go nuclear on the laurel lance fandom they're always gonna throw them a bone they were throwing them bones when laurel was dead so and it might irritate you it might bother you but they're always playing there's this there's this idea that you know they want the arrow writers and the showrunners to pick a side and be completely done with the other side the laurel the and real to haters trash talk their own trash talk their own creations <laughs> listen they trash talk it's, laurel enough on the show as is but um that's about where it ends the thing is that's <laughs> stupid from a business standpoint too like yeah, fans are fans they're like Meh. You know, okay, we know this Elicity baby thing is going to make them unhappy. Let's throw them a canary thing. Does that thought cross Beth's mind? I don't know. Maybe Beth just wants to do a canary episode because she likes canaries. Who knows? But does a canary episode uh, compare to the arc that Felicity has been given this year? Does it compare to the flash forwards basically centering around Felicity? Is anyone really talking about Oliver? No. 
What everybody wanted to know was, where's Felicity dead or not? Sorry, Oliver. Well, you sit there talking about Felicity being sidelined when she is the literal focus. She's the of center. Of the flash forwards. She's been the center of the show <sighs> uh, for this season, I feel, more so. Maybe ever oh, since. Yeah. I can't really remember one. There, she, you know, essentially, you know, when they sent Oliver off to prison, she became the de facto leader. Leader. And lead character, because it's kind of like, okay, well, you know, Oliver was basically, if you're going to reformat the show and compare, it's like Oliver was on Lee and you doing flash and is just the flashback storyline. And then you have present day. And that was Emily. Emily was the present day storyline. She took over the present day storyline, essentially, which is a huge responsibility. And they had to build a fairly significant arc for her to do it. And she had a great one. And I think that arc is still continuing. It's not like everything. Just because Oliver and Felicity aren't constantly fighting about it, thank God, does not mean that there's not some... Uh, well, and she's she's doing things. Like, this developing of this, yeah, this, this program right, of hers, the software, that, you guys, I don't think you all realize what a big deal that is, how that's being interwoven into not just the present-day storyline, but the future as well. I mean... That's not nothing, right. guys. Is it, Come on. Is it going, <laughs> you know, are we approaching all of this with rapid speed? No, they're, you guys, this is kind of like waiting for the wedding. Yeah. Okay. This is, they know smoke tech's a, a big deal. Okay. I am floored beyond belief that we got to deep six dead, you know, got to deep six Curtis dead weight Holt off of this. That company storyline. I mean, that, that is a, a freaking miracle. Miracle, <sighs> and if that is the best Schwartz, if that's a showrunner switch, all the applause to her. Thank. Because that was a mistake that needed to get fixed. Honestly, I care more ago. about that than than the whole canary thing. Oh my anyhow. gosh, that's massive. Like, just, when it comes to things that I really care about right. getting fixed on the show, that I care about. Like the I was growing, thing, it, I, I was growing very. Um, apathetic about this whole smoke tech thing. So I'm like, okay, they're obviously never going to pull the trigger on it in a way that I think is interesting. We've got Curtis. I didn't like Curtis being involved. Being involved. And I nobody really liked that. Everybody felt like that was, you know, stealing spotlight from Felicity because it was. It absolutely Um, was. And I think Arrow lost. Spotlight stealer. Yeah. Arrow lost (laughs) track of what we liked about Curtis. What we liked about Curtis in season four is he was a subordinate of Felicity's. Felicity was his boss. He was Felicity's gal pal. Yeah. He was like, Curtis was Felicity's girl Friday. Okay. And they decided that Felicity needed somebody who was very technically oriented to talk to. I don't really agree with that. I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't agree with it either. But again, I think that was (laughs) a goal of season four to expand Felicity's role. Okay. You know, allow her, you know, a piece of the pie that didn't involve Oliver. And if it's not going to involve Oliver, you got to give her something else, somebody else to talk to. So that's how Curtis started out. And we loved him. That was great. But then they started, okay, now they're equals, and then we got to have him be on the superhero team. And then it started to be, um, he's usurping her storyline. He's literally stealing it from her. Like, they're changing her character to say things that she would never say, so this guy has a point to exist, which is, no, no, no. And I will give you, I will give the Felicity Smoke stands some credit because while we were all excited about Curtis's season four, they're like, listen, this is where this is going. 
yeah, yeah, it's fine now, but it's going this way. There's no way this show can balance this, and they're going to totally F Felicity over. And I'm like, and they did. And they did. You were right. (laughs) But they fixed it. It's fine now. He's off in DC. So I guess I just, I guess I just am like, there's a certain expectation level. And, you know, Laurel was a very big part of the show in season one, in season two, in season three. I would say season four, they used her the least. Um, do I think it would have been most wise? important thing about her in season four was her death. Was her death. Okay. Yeah. Do I think it would have been wise for them? You know, they used her in a very short capacity in five where she was brought back essentially for the premiere, um, the 100th episode. She came back in the 10th episode as Black Siren, and then they used her for a little scene in um, the finale. At the finale. You know, and then they brought Black Siren back, series regular. Now... Do I feel like Black Siren's a necessary addition and we absolutely needed Katie back? No. Mm-mm. But it wasn't ratings related. It's either one of two things. I'm going to tell you it's either one of two things. Okay? Either the writers felt like they had a really good storyline and they created this new character for Katie and really thought, hey, we can get some mileage out of this. Let's bring her back. Or B, door B. Behind the, scenes, behind the scenes shenanigans, which you're never going to hear about. You're never nope. going to have anyone confirm. And you're never going to get Beth or Mark or anybody to admit to it. Or admit to it or badmouth Katie in any way or nope. anything. Okay? Nope. So whether you choose to believe door A or door B, it doesn't really matter. She's not going anywhere. Yeah. So I'm okay with them Um. I'm good with how they're using Black Siren this year because I feel like, weirdly enough, pairing her with Emily, Emily and Katie have kind of found this new chemistry. Um, You know, Black Siren is what I feel is the honest version of Laurel Lance. Laurel Lance was deep down a snarky bitch, okay? And, like, we all just a cold... Siren was always in there waiting. Right. There's a siren. And the problem with Laurel, she felt disingenuous all the time. So what's refreshing about Siren is I'm like, yeah, okay, this actually feels like the most real version of Laurel that we've got. And the characters' interactions with her feel like more honest interactions um, because this is probably the version of Laurel that should have existed all along because this feels more true to what her real personality is. And does she glimpse some moments of redemption? I don't know. Eh. Nah. I don't really care. <laughs> you know, if they keep her in some scenes with Felicity and they're, you know, snap, crackle, pop off of each other. Um, okay. And yeah, do does Lila make more sense for a friend for Felicity? Sure. Yeah. But again, it's kind of like the, it's like the Paul Blackthorn thing. They got to give, if they're going to have Katie on the show, they got to give her something to do. Like, they just can't pay her for nothing. Um, so it's, you know, that means someone, she needs a scene partner. So Paul got the, sh- you know, if you want to consider it a short stick, Paul got the short stick. So like now it's like, okay, well, they've paired her with Emily. Not a lot. I mean, it was more in 7A, but I somewhat bought the reason for why you know, Felicity felt the need to go to Black Siren. Um, you know, people feel 
that this whole Black Siren thing, too, is, you know, it, you know, they destroyed Diggle's character. The problems with Diggle's character started back in season six that had nothing to do with Black Siren. I really believe that. So I don't really yeah. blame her for that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, this Diggle storyline has been going on for so long, and it's been a disaster zone for almost two years. So... If anybody's being mismanaged, it's, it's Diggle. Diggle's character. I guess that's my thing. Like, I got bigger fish to fry than a Canary episode. The Canary episode, to me, is irritating simply because the whole Canary thing, I feel, has been overplayed on oh, Arrow. Lord. I mean, they keep trying to make it a thing, and it's just, it falls on its face like Janet Target every single so time facts. they try so it. Facts. There should have been a gif of me falling at Target. I, I might ask them for the security tape. But no, I'm serious. Like, they did a Canary episode in season two. It was, to me, one of the least interesting episodes of season two. I was, uh, that was in the whole, there was a whole stretch of episodes there where I was like, eh, nope, not mm-hmm. loving it. Mm-hmm. And they did, they've done it and they keep doing it. And they brought in Evelyn and is she a canary? And, and, and just like, I mean, oh we, we, if we counted it, we counted canary, it, Sarah, uh, Black Canary Laurel, uh, Black Canary Dinah. Black Canary Evelyn. Black Canary Evelyn, Black Canary Zoe, and Black Siren. Right? Is that, That's too many is fucking that six? Canaries, Are we guys? at six? It's ridiculous. Like, here's my issue. My main issue with this with Arrow is they found the perfect canary. They did the canary storyline with Sarah Lance and Katie Cat and Katie Lotz. I mean, literally uh, I I read canary. in an article once. Yeah, I read she an article is. once where Sarah Lance is the, is Sarah Lance is the prom queen and everyone else is runner up. Right. And I was like, Absolutely. and you're expecting, they said what was unfair about, you know, the whole Black Canary storyline is, you know, you have this amazing character in which essentially, you know, what are we talking about here? So she didn't, she didn't have the right name. She, her name wasn't Dinah and she, they weren't calling her Black they were just calling her Black Canary. They weren't calling her Black Canary. They are calling her Canary. But essentially, from my standpoint, if you're looking at... She had the look. She it had was the, the attitude, look, the, she... the, you know, the the talent, the, the stunt ability. I mean, Katie Lotz does her own stunts, guys. Like, she really does her own stunts. She's like a member of the freaking... She's like Steven. And I feel like nobody gives Katie the same amount of credit that Steven gets. But Katie is got her ass kicking boots on too so I just you know they had a real mess when they were starting with Laurel and I honestly I don't know if Sarah always being alive was the plan I think I think it was because I feel like they always planned that Sarah would be the original canary and then uh, Laurel would be the secondary canary but what I this article was saying I wish I could find it because it was a great article it's like it's basically setting Katie Cassidy up to fail because you've literally put mm-hmm. in the prom queen and she's no matter what she's she's gonna do she's never gonna compare to Katie Lotz it's, it's the god honest truth and and I you know I feel like and I'm speaking <laughs> as someone who is fairly pro canary like I liked I liked Sarah Lance I liked Laurel and Sarah's sister relationship I was very invested in the black canary storyline in season three and very disappointed in it 
Um, I was okay with them bringing Dinah on. Um, but again, that's another character that I was like, okay, we might actually really get this great version. And she's gone nowhere. Um, so I'm just getting, it's getting repetitive to the point where, you know, they keep introducing all these female characters who are going to play yet another canary. And they all kind of feel the same after a while. Yeah. It just all feels... Like, it's yeah. the same story over and over again, and we have to keep passing this mantle. And I was, I kind of tweeted it's just this. Done. It's just, it's and just it, done. listen, if these were really fleshed out great characters, I wouldn't have a problem with it. But they're not. Are we really saying Evelyn was fleshed out? Are we saying no. Zoe? Sorry. Zoe in the no. flash forwards is the least interesting character thus far. That's facts. So, right. <laughs> sorry, cutie. Um, you know, Dinah, I had high hopes for. But, you know, she started off great, but I think her character in particular uh, took a major hit from the Civil War thing, and they've never quite righted that path, and I don't no. know what the hell they're doing. What are they doing with I her for this year? I don't know if they can right I know. It's, it's kind just... of like they all just, like, took a dive. Yikes. And other than being Captain, I really don't know what her storyline is this year. She's essentially moved into the Ball Ball Blackthorn role, which is she pops up occasionally as police captain. I mean, maybe now that she's lost this canary cry, we'll have a storyline for her. But there's, I mean, again, it's been, there's too many of these black canary characters. And it's like, there's not enough story to go around. So they all get underserviced. The only thing that makes Black Siren superior in any way is she's, she's evil. So that gives her a different angle. Like there's right. a clear trajectory with her. But again, we're in, we're back into the Laurel Lance phase with Dinah's. There's no real clear trajectory for Dinah well I feel this episode coming up and then correct me if I'm wrong I mean I've been so completely out of the loop mm -hmm. so I haven't heard any buzz or any spoilers or anything like that but I feel like it's the the focus on it is going to be Dinah and her losing her canary cry well, that would make sense to me the lost canary that essentially because, yeah the lost canary and it, her her feelings about that and can she still be a vigilante right. can she still so we're going to get the canary be, club you know, together and to make her feel better to make again. her feel better again okay like, I'm at it Sure, you can have an episode to do that. I don't care. Uh, you yeah, know, that's that's how I feel about it. I don't feel like it's there's anything. To but that really doesn't mean that, that she said any of these here. canaries are suddenly the lead actress. Here's the other thing. I heard another. This is kind of a little debate I had going on on Twitter. You know, I make this comment that I was like, you know, I'm getting a little tired of the constant passing of the mantle. I don't feel like it was necessary. I don't think Arrow always needs to have some kind of black canary part of it I think that they created the greatest canary character right out of the gate with Sarah she's so right. great that they launched her on her new show yeah she's got her own like, she's got her so own she's a spin-off character she was so to amazing babysit Dinah right and it's like okay it's like you know there was a certain amount of I had the same annoyance with uh Buffy when they spun off Angel and then they re-insold Spike and honestly, I was like, okay, he's just poor man angel going on. What made Spike great was his, you know, his snark, his, the fact that he was evil. That's what made him interesting. And it was literally like, oh, every time I was watching a scene with Spike, Spike and Buffy, when he had his soul, I was like, okay, so this is what Angel would have been doing if we were just stick, if he was sticking around. I was like, mm, no. Basically. So no, no. to me, it's <laughs> like, you don't need to keep redoing. If you're going to spin off the great character, have the balls to like, you know, okay, well there, that's a hole. 
in the show and we need to fill it somewhere else. But you don't need to keep milk toast versions of these same watered down repetitive yes, we characters. We need it. Do it. Like, no, <laughs> just stop with the God bless the characters. And so someone made a comment that, you know, Arrow isn't really very precious about uh, their titles, that we've had all kinds of green arrows. And I'm like, eh. You know, so they I listed it was uh, Diggle, uh, Roy, Malcolm Merlin. Uh, but they in, weren't really. They were right, just putting on the outfit. Right. Amico and <laughs> uh, Connor Harrock. And so I disagreed. I said, well, first. The closest you get to that is Amico. Is Amico. And that we're in season seven before Connor. that happened. Yeah. But again, Connor isn't existing at the same time that Oliver is as the Green Arrow. Right. Like that's in the flash forwards. Um, I agree with the Amico comparison. Obviously, she's new Green Arrow. But the reason why they did that was Oliver was in prison. No one was being Green Arrow. And they're trying to set up this whole Oliver's going to die. And so Amico can just slide into his new right. role and they make wanted, fans they worried. They wanted to have this expectation built up. But she's yeah. not going to stay Green Arrow. Like, they're not going to keep she's her name. She's going her own thing. Right. They'll yeah. be her own thing. Diggle is one of the strongest. And this is my thing. It's not just about the mantle. Diggle was Green Arrow for a hot second. He's also one of the strongest characters Arrow has created. So immediately you get to toss him out. Uh, Roy was never Green Arrow. He pretended to be the Arrow for an episode, but he was Arsenal. Like, come on, guys. Like, here's it's the a thing. Big I'm not saying <laughs> just because, like, okay, Oliver shoots with bows and arrows. So the expectation would be is you're going to have other characters who can also do that. Right? Because it's a right. show about Arrow. So there's going right. to be other characters who do that. So just because Roy shoots a bow and arrow that Oliver trained him to do doesn't make him well, Green Arrow. he did it most of the time as Arsenal. As Arsenal. As he never tried to be. Right. Okay. So we'll throw Roy out. Then you've got Malcolm Merlin, who was one of the best villains ever in the history of the show. So quality and character. And he put it on for a scene right just a full Damien dark right okay a scene a guys. scene a scene so, really toss. freak out about right. a scene toss. No. Uh, and so you're left Sorry. with you're essentially you're left with amico and you're left with Connor. Connor's in the flash forward. We don't know what the hell is going on with Oliver. And I'm sorry, guys. If Oliver's dead, I don't have a problem with someone picking up the mantle. Well, no. To be to be fair, when Connor was the Green oh, Arrow you're right, in, in the, the flash forward, yes, it was on the Legends episode yes. where Oliver was absolutely, you know, one armed, not not being functioning guy. Yeah. yeah, and and that was kind of like. Oliver knew about it and it was it was all cool whatever the Connor in our flash forwards is not as far as I know so far the green arrow I haven't seen the guy with a bow and arrow yet no so can we just like hold Calm up down I, for what second? I said in the tweet was jury is still out <laughs> on Connor and Amico um but in no way do I feel like those characters remotely I just don't feel the the end game is not Okay, I'll say maybe Connor Endgame is to try and make him Green Arrow in the Flash Forwards. I don't know. I still think Oliver is going to be alive in the Flash Forwards, and we're going to be getting just plenty of. But I think Green even Arrow. if he is alive, he'll be passing on right. the torch. And I understand that concept. Okay, <laughs> like I understand what Arrow's trying to do is that Laurel's legacy has created this. You know, this gets Canary passed Network. down from generation to generation. I get that. 
I don't have a problem with that concept. I like that concept because you're only ever going to, Oliver's only ever going to get his happy ending with Felicity if he can hang up the hood. Like if there isn't someone waiting in the wings to step, to take over, he never gets to be done. It's like Batman had Robin. There's a reason, you know? So I'm just saying what would be real fun is as we're passing this incessant black canary mantle and having four active ones at the same time, could they be decent characters? Could they be fleshed out? Could they be different from one another? You know? No, it's all fairly similar backstories. Trauma, kick-ass women. Okay. You know, I'm like, all right. And they all kind of just kind of flow together for me. I'm not seeing a lot of differentiation between all of them. And my and when you compare all of them to Sarah, I just get like it's like no, you just stop. So I I think the first time Arrow has really been like, "Oh no, this is, you know, we're going to assign Green Arrow mantle to somebody else" was with this year. The first time in 7 years other than mm-hmm. Dig taking it for 3 episodes. Okay, so I don't yeah. feel like that compares to the three and four versions we've had it's, of Black Canary. Yeah, it's it's not really the same thing. And what were the, what are they trying to say about it? I don't really understand what the disagreement was. Sometimes I feel like people just like to disagree with me just to like disagree. It That's it was annoying. more like they don't <laughs> care. I think their point was they don't care about the canaries, but they're much more protective about Oliver Queen's mantle and that he should be the only one who has it Uh, and I was like okay but they're not going to do that either my point is I don't care if they pass on the mantle I don't care if Black Canary passes on the mantle I don't care if Oliver but I would like them to be quality characters if they're going to do it and thus far Arrow is not servicing once again the Black Canary storyline and I'm just getting kind of tired of it not being serviced because I kind of feel like the situation is they did everything with her in season two that was like that was well, the I canary feel, season, and then here's, here's there's not I a lot feel, left. What it feels like to me is is an extremely external viewer to all this. Is it feels like even more than the Laurel Oliver romance that this show was created with this expectation that it wasn't going to be just Green Arrow, right? No, it's called Arrow. But that it was right. going to be Green Arrow and Black Canary. They, and that they had yes, I agree. to do the Black Canary thing. They absolutely could not let go of the idea that there had to be a Black Canary. So for better or for worse, we're always going to fucking right. have a Black Canary. I mean, that's, that's, essentially what, that's essentially what they said in 501. You know, Laurel was yeah. dead and her dying wish was make sure there's always a Black Canary on this show. I was like, <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I don't feel that's necessary, but again, that's where I differ from. Well, we don't we don't hold it as precious as the comic book fans or the creators of the show or the writers of the show or whatever. We don't care, but doesn't mean that nobody cares. Well, but here's the thing: it was my comment and was just more like it. a retrospective. Like after yeah, yeah. seven no, I years, it. I was like, I feel like I can start. It's been done. Judging <laughs> the Canary storylines now, absolutely. And I'm it's like, I'm just not seeing where we got a lot of mileage out of it's four versions not, of her. It's not ever been a really great storyline since then. You know, it's no. never been a really great thing, right? And they 
they they keep trying to recapture it. Right. And you know what? Listen, they were close in season five with Dinah. They were so they were doing so well. Like by the time the finale came around, I was like fully on board with Dinah being Black Canary. Like, yeah. I'm like finally a Black Canary yeah. I can root for. And I really loved her in season six, five. Season six with the whole Civil War Ugh. just tore it apart yeah. and i'm like why you had it you finally yeah. had it and you just i agree and i think that's maybe some of my it. it's like it's still like a little remnant of anger and disappointment from that storyline because it's like oh yeah they really were hitting on a lot of cylinders um and and mistakes that i felt that happened with laurel that they were correcting with Dinah. And then it's it like they so just much blew better. her character up. And I just don't feel just like they never really repaired Curtis. And I don't feel that they've really done a great job of repairing Renee. I really think her character this year has been underserviced and just there's like no movement. Well, and then there's growth. the whole thing, the whole thing with the, her in the future. Like I saw somebody point this out and I kind of have to agree. Mm-hmm. She's coming off quite shady in the future oh i saw that that was very interesting how it was kind of like she's if there's false information if there's misdirect it's dinah who's doing it right she's the one that said felicity is going evil she's the one that said felicity is dead she's the one who like pops up like how did she know to pop up at smoke tech right there right when they were there, you know, it's just like, like it's I all totally agree. She stuff. could be, I don't think she's going to be shady, but again, this is kind of like the Susan Williams thing. Like they wrote Susan Williams shady. And then they were all super shocked when we were like, Hey, yeah, she's shady. True. So they're but writing just, Dinah shady in the flesh and, words, and yeah, they're going to be all to be a little and like, the writers are going to be like, Oh no, she's totally part of the team. And we're going to be like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? That makes no sense. She wrote but her. Wouldn't shady. it be amazing if this Canary episode showed her kind of like, turning a little dark like i they wouldn't keep talking mind about, some darkness injected well in some they folks. keep talking about how the theme of redemption this season is how people seek it and how people lose it and all this type of stuff and wouldn't it be interesting if dinah lost well what i like about her, her losing the canary cry it does feel like a penance for the civil war stuff does she deserve that level of, you know, we should be ripping out yeah. Renee's vocal cords first well, and listen, foremost. But Renee, Renee has done better in his redemption so far. Right, He's making present, an effort right, to yeah. help. Right. Particularly when it came to Felicity and Oliver. Um, but yeah, Dinah really didn't. She was right there with Diggle. And it, it feels very much like a cosmic karma thing. And what I thought was really interesting about it was that she was complaining about being outed as a metahuman and her super secret, not so secret yeah, identity. Yeah, just like literally like five minutes before. Like five before. minutes before. I was like, wait, people don't know Dinah's Black Canary? When does that happen? So, yeah. And then, you know, they take, they take that from her. And it's, you know, it's that kind of assault is very traumatic so it i'm weirdly and morbidly excited to see like okay maybe (laughs) like this will go somewhere i also think it's interesting too that just from a practicality standpoint that bringing katie cassidy back after you've already introduced 
they already introduced Dinah, metahuman Black Canary, and had her all set up. And then they brought Katie Cassidy back as a series regular in season six. Okay? Yeah. And then you're like... And it was like, why? Why? <laughs> what role? Okay, and so, oh, she's going to be a villain. Okay. All right. Okay, all right. Sure. And now there's like, okay, now they're like trying to like redeem her or whatever. And I'm like, we don't need two screaming banshees. You know, like, I'm just like, so could we just like pick up? And- yeah. I mean, sure. <laughs> is that like saying we don't need multiple people who can shoot arrows? Well, yeah, I guess bit. maybe yeah. I'd be a little hypocritical, okay. but it just felt like, I don't know. I just the scream is a little on the annoying side. Right. The sc- I just was like, we don't need, you know, we've seen them scream together a million times. What I thought was kind of interesting about it is, you know, Dinah's to me, the superior fighter, particularly Juna- Juliana oh. Hart. Compared to Katie yeah, Cassidy, totally okay. agree there. But then you give Black Siren, who's you know like Dinah was a metahuman with the canary cry. So like I feel like together now, like we could like mash together like one whole one fighter. whole canary that I might give a flying <laughs> fuck about maybe. And like I still maybe. get my snarky. I am very invested. Here's where I get invested with Black Siren. I'm very invested in her staying snarky. I feel like this is a hole in Arrow. Everyone takes everyone very seriously. I and think, we I need think someone her, making fun of them. You know, I think you need the spike. You need her, the Cordelia. You need that person who will like poke at them a little. I think regardless of her redemption status, I think she'll always. Be right. Snarky. Like even if she becomes St. Laurel again, I want her to maintain that snarky. And so I far she, she has. She it, has. It, it, seems to just be her personality right which i like that i really like that feels different to me i'm like okay this feels like a different laurel that's all i'm saying can we just like start injecting a little variety roy you know and i think like you know when you're looking at arsenal roy had plenty to do on arrow he had an entire storyline with thea which took up a fair amount of time there was a good chunk of time that they thought that he was he's the one who killed sarah there was stuff doing but i mean roy was really on the show for like two and a half seasons then he was gone so i'm just saying as we're kind of getting into the long run here i just i just want a little more differentiation and i'm hoping that none of all of these canaries are going away and they're all existing in the same space like we're not existing with oliver four different green arrows on the show. You know what I mean? Right. Like, well, and and know. one more one more word about this canary focused episode for anybody that's feeling rather despairing about it. I don't think that the whole hour is going to be nothing but canaries. No. I think yeah, I mean there'll be other things going right. on as well. I mean well. there was other stuff going on in the last canary episode, wasn't there? Right. There always is. I'm excited they're bringing Sarah back because I was like, oh, Lost eh, Canary. I know you don't care <laughs> as much about it. But I was like, I, I was like, well, that kind of blows if we're doing a Canary episode and Sarah isn't a part of it. So I was very happy. that. They, and I feel like the times they've brought Sarah back the last couple times for this on Arrow have just been a complete waste of her character. Well, like... Why bring her back for Quentin's death yeah. only to have her not exactly what get I'm, to talk right, to him? Exactly what I was thinking of before he died. I know. Literally, know? she has a scene with Felicity, and Seriously. she looks at she looks at. Oh, you are you like my sister? And she's like, nothing. I'm nothing like your sister. Okay, I was like, was that necessary? We couldn't have had Sarah have a goodbye scene with her father. It was really unbelievable. It was really unbelievable. So essentially, she was there to 
service Katie Cassidy storyline, which I felt like that. Yeah, that is, I just I was I, like, no, I haven't enjoyed the time Sarah has popped up. Well, and I felt lately. I felt like, like they were giving the resurrection storyline. Right, I felt like they were giving more sto- more focus to Black Siren's relationship with um, Lance than Sarah's. I'm like, could we let the real daughter, were, the actual daughter, say goodbye to her father instead of like the fake daughter from the other nah. universe? But that that's just me whatever so i guess i i guess that's my thing like i there's aspects of it i could get interested in but i just never feel like other than with sarah lance i feel like it never came together and i in retrospect given how disappointed i was in laurel's um storyline i wish that they had just had sarah and then been done with it spun her off and just been done i know i wish i wish for whatever reason the show could let go they can't let go of this they i completely agree with you that they envision this as an origin story and that at the very end of this you would have green arrow oliver and black canary laurel and their three kids and they would be saving the city together that was the that's I what feel they like envisioned the three kids was less important right to them than th- but like the two the you know together. yeah i yeah. mean well you just have to look at the pilot to say that's exactly what they're intending when she walks away down but that here's alley my thing here's my thing if that was always your intention why did you call the show arrow why didn't you call right. Arrow and Canary? I don't know. It's like this weird, all-encompassing title, but I'm like, it. Does, it I don't know. I just don't. I just. I'm not as. Inv- I, I understand called, like honestly, why if that's going to be the focus. Fi- yeah. they should have called it. Arrow I mean, and that's Canary. kind of like bitching about. Um, I'm trying to make a. I'm trying to think. Like the only thing I can think of is like. Batman and Robin kind of a deal where but it's like being mad at the first um, two you know Christopher Nolan Batman series for not including Batman I don't know I was just like but see then he included Robin at the end so I don't know I feel like that's something that they were trying to keep of the comic books like they were really trying to keep Black si- uh, Black Canary incorporated but I just don't feel like after Sarah, after the origin character, they've ever really been able to launch the her. Dogged determination. To yeah, to and we it. were very close with Dinah. It was doing. We were doing great with Dinah. They're the ones that sabotaged that. But then they blew that themselves. up. And I think there's a lot of storylines that you and I saw potential with going forward with Dinah. And I think some of this is my disappointment that those things aren't happening. And I'm like, right. Okay. That's true because yeah, we could have had it all. Yeah, like that would have been freaking awesome. <laughs> but I'm like, no, they're not doing any of that. So again, we don't listen to our. I don't listen to my own advice, and sometimes I spec myself out into excitement. But I do feel like this. If you're complaining about characters who are underserviced, it ain't Felicity Smoke this year. I would say it's Dinah, mm. and I would say, and just in terms of because we were like, what? She's got so much screen time. I'm just saying, like, um. Just like purposeful character. Yeah, she's a Dinah has been a she's filler like character taking up season. space character. She this really year. has been, and she's she's annoying. the one to tell us what's going on. <laughs> right, who's who? She's Giles, what's but Giles was awesome and was not annoying. No, no, it was yeah. like don't she's, compare her to Giles. I know. It's I'm like trying nice to think to of an exposition character, and he's the only one I could think of. But he was amazing at it. So I just like it's a bad. It's just. It's it's not great, but here I want to I want to get us back on track because this podcast is supposed to be about the importance of Felicity Smoke, right. and we've talked about canaries. canaries. What time is it? We have to make sure that we're not. Oh, I don't give a oh, shit. Oh, we're gonna we talk for us. <laughs> that poll meant nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't even know why you asked. 
can't tell us how long they wanted to talk, and I then we're care. not going to listen. Uh, no. Oh, I love little, us. We do what we want. Listen, guys, do you really mind us taking a little bit more time to talk about Felicity? Probably not. I don't think so. And if you do, listen. it's the wrong podcast. <laughs> Felicity has, ever since the very beginning, Felicity is the one telling us the important stuff. You know, to to Lance in the, the season one finale, you know, I think that makes him a hero. You know, she's the first one that called Oliver a hero. That's enormous. Okay. That's I don't even huge. think we could overstate how enormous that is. Well, cause to I, the terms of because the show. Diggle didn't really introduce the concept of heroism. No. Diggle was pushing Oliver to be a hero. But he never. He was, he was more focused on crime fighting, but never put. Well, that and he was also real it. focused on Oliver not becoming a murdering psychopath, because that that yep. was what True. his main concern was. He's like, yeah, I could see how this goes sideways real fast. Well, and he with didn't you. want Oliver to be myopic. Anytime he started favoring Laurel or his mother or whatever, Diggle was there to go. Ah, ah, ah. Stop it. Well, and Diggle <laughs> saw that, you know, Oliver was just really super focused on this freaking list. And Diggle was like, also, we could expand off the list and just help people. Yeah. And Felicity did that, too. Right. She's like, okay. But I, the first person who really puts it in hero context is Felicity. And that's and that, massive. That was a, a, a huge moment in season one for the show. And then in season two, she puts on Oliver's mask and she's always the one telling him what he needs to hear so he can go forth and be the hero. And that's hugely important. Then season three, we had, she was kind of like the symbol of Oliver's future. Mm -hmm. And which which side was he going to land on? You know, was he going to land on the side of, I want to have a life or is he going to fall on the side of, of, I don't know, I'm going to die down here, you know? And that was hugely important to the show. And every season you can go forth and pick out what was really important from that season. And I guarantee you, Felicity is always the one that's dropped dead center. Is it ever Laurel? Is it ever Dinah? Is it ever Roy or not even Diggle. Curtis or Renee or, you know, it's... It's not. It's always Felicity well, she's almost, and Oliver. She's almost always the one who speaks the episode title. I want to feel like on several season finales. She did it in. Yeah, that's true. I remember somebody made a GIF set once. She did it in two. She did it in four. I don't, I don't remember episode titles past four. Because <laughs> I'm old. Five was leaving. Well, I, I just feel like if you are going to... Um, like set characteristics for who Diggle and Felicity are. I would say Diggle's the moral com- moral compass, but Felicity's the believer. Yeah. And those are two. Everyone's like, oh, and that's the for same a thing. Hero I'm like, show, no, you need no. to have a believer. I was like, there's they're two very different things. Very very different. So, you know, Felicity Diggle's pushing Oliver towards good, and making sure he doesn't cross too many lines. Felicity makes him believe he can be good. Right. There you go. That's the line. You need to, like, write this show, Cal. You and boop, me. Boop. Boop, boop. <laughs> boop, boop. But no, but seriously, you you shouldn't at this point in season seven be, be doubting either the importance of Felicity to this show from your own perspective, but 
from the perspective of the people who write the show. They know how important she is. Trust me, they know. They know. And one single episode about focused around the canaries isn't going to change that. Okay, we have this every year. There's always some episode that's focused around somebody that nobody likes. Last year it was a dragon. This year it's canaries. It's just like... We even had an NTA episode last year. Nobody liked it. Well, I mean, okay. look back at season three <laughs> when we had three focused Canary episodes right in a row. Yeah. Oh, God, that what? Was terrible. And they were terrible episodes. And the whole episodes. resurrection storyline oh. from season my, You four. guys, my parents couldn't get through season four because they were so fed up with Laurel and Sarah taking up too much time. It's just in four, it, this isn't which a was a major elicity bonanza in the beginning. It's but like, when you yeah. think of the DNA of the show and the DNA of Oliver's character, Oliver being the lead, do these other characters ping on the radar half as much as Felicity no, does? No, never. I don't care how often they show up on screen. I'm talking about how important are they to the DNA of the show? I mean, if what matters to you is um, screen time. That's awfully penny-pinching way to yeah, look at television. Yeah, I think that's a pretty bad way. It's kind of like reading a book and counting up how many words each character gets to say. It's just and then like determining the importance of the character based on the all wonderful, the words. The wonderful the word gal count. Who, like, okay. who has done the screen time counts got really frustrated and stopped wanting to to give out total amounts because of how people were It became like a numerical thing and people were like competitive about it and, and then it, like that would feel like, all the rage. That shit off. Yeah. You know? She should Don't she do shut it down. She doing. was like this is like sh- it was getting ridiculous for her because she wasn't doing it to be like, oh, we need to track and make sure Emily clocks, you know, no, she 15 just thought minutes it was an every episode. Metric, which yeah, is. I, I was that's a fun all metric. It is. <laughs> yeah, so I, I guess I'm just kind of like, as long as it's a quality scene and it's yeah, uh, it's a quality. And versus we only quantity get one. Now, debate. would I be happy with one quality Felicity scene for every, you know? in every episode and that's all I get? No, of course not. No. But you're I'd you're really picking season can, seven. Listen, that a non picking season seven is the hill to die on. That's a bad hill. It's barking it's up the road. Bad hill. hill to die on. You know, pick a hill. <laughs> pick a different one. Because this is this pick ain't it, hill. kids. I really this think Beth has done a wonderful Felicity. job with refocusing on Felicity and giving her um more of an arc. Is it as much of an arc as I want for Felicity in some respects? It's no, no because not. here's and the deal, guys. Going to be. And here's the deal. <laughs> and this is, I also think, a fundamental uh, issue with Arrow. I think a lot of people's favorite character is Felicity, right? But Felicity right. is not the lead of the show. No. And therefore, you will never be happy nope. with the amount of time you get never. Ever. Felicity. And I wouldn't Make say that this is, with, and I've said this, this before, right? I've I've said this before. This isn't like a we have three main leads, like on the Vampire Diaries. No, no, no. Steve's the lead, and then come to, you know Emily, David, okay, um, and then like the trio themselves make up the heart of the show. But there's definitely a hierarchy. So. If we're going to only service one, it's going to be Oliver. It's going to be Oliver. It's always going to be Oliver. In fact, if we're talking about which characters take up a lot of screen time, that's Oliver. 
it's a lot going to be. and yeah i mean we've talked and talked and talked about the nta and that they're not going anywhere but look we just deep six one of them which is fantastic that's dead I mean, weight gone. Come on, guys. We cut down the bullshit by one third. What? One third, third is gone. That's amazing. Because he needs to be a musician. Shouldn't we be celebrating this rather than moaning over it? Yeah, a I guess episode? like my thing, my my thing is like just like Like you have to reckon I recognize the Canary episode for the crumbs that it is. Yeah, that's all it is. Okay. And it's it's am I gonna hope that there's some nugget of goodness in there for me? Sure. I mean, Will I be satisfied? Maybe, maybe not. What would be not. spectacular? And I'm talking Same crazy. I have every episode. I know. Well, I'm talking crazy right now. But, like, what would be spectacular is if we actually got some nice character development out of Dinah and Black Siren and, like, and stop like, having make, the like, maybe it matters kind of character development. That would also wow. be real interesting. Wow. I don't know. You're really hoping I'm not opposed to, and I'm, this is where <laughs> I know the rubber meets the road and we divide. It's like two, two roads to Virgin of Wood. Um, I don't <laughs> hate the Canary characters and I am actually okay with them being on the show as long as they're utilized in a Same interesting and, I and feel entertainment like that, way. I think you're right. I think a lot of people disagree Just with us there. hate them and We're want them We're fine gone. with it. We can right. tolerate them on our TV screens. It doesn't send us into a blind rage. I can't tell you how many times I've watched Arrow with somebody else, even my own child. And Laurel pops up on screen. Oh, there she is. And I'm like, it's not that bad. Watch this. Ep- watch this yeah. scene. This is a good scene. You know, Like, I feel like around the people in my real life, I have to defend Laurel. I know. Well, that was, was such a, that was <laughs> such a weird position. And why season four was such a strange, uh, year. I spent a lot of time on the blog defending Laurel. I really, there was a version of Laurel I really liked. I loved her story with Sarah and I was very interested in seeing that develop. I just didn't think it needed to develop through a romantic relationship with Oliver. But I said, there's right. absolutely no reason she can't be black Canary. And Oh because, yeah. Just because no, I agree. I said, I actually think it's a better storyline if she's not dating Oliver and becomes black Canary. Um, but I can't That's describe to you, I, you guys. When I hate, when I hate Laurel, it's not Laurel, Laurel generally that I hate. It's her with Oliver. Right. And I didn't like her. I didn't like her period on the show just because the show kept mishandling her. And it was just like, yeah, it they was never like really nails found on the chalkboard. Him. Well, and but again, the that's why fixed it. Yeah. At least there's a lane. We've kind of got a lane with Siren. I feel like the personality I get with Siren week to week feels the same, you know, yeah. with some marginal character growth here and there. But I don't feel like, you know, her reactions are wildly out of, context or out of character like okay my thing with the show always like oh you know everyone's popping bottles of champagne let's drink wine black sirens redeemed particularly felicity um and you know i feel like that's a red herring right exactly and like black sirens off ready to scream a guy's head off in the how in the in the alley and i'm like that's but that's interesting to me. I like that they're doing that because I am a little like, oh, she could be redeemed. Oh, she might they're not be. You, like they make wonder, me. I mean, I'm know? more curious about that than I ever was about Laurel's. After I would say, the crater of my disappointment after three thirteen, you guys knew no ends. 
I was like, wait, wait. They've been promising this storyline because all they would ever say about Laurel is just wait. Just wait till we get the Black Canary storyline. Just wait. You're going to be amazed. And then it Just sucked. wait. Just wait. So and it hard. fizzled. It was basically an arc that took place in three episodes. I was like, wait, what now? And then, like, they were, like, done with her. They didn't use her through 3B. I'm like, okay. Dumbest thing. It was bad. I was very – so so where I say that, oh, I'm more invested in Black Siren because, like, I'm – I'm not apathetic about her character. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I might want to watch and see what that goes. I totally respect people who are like, I hate all versions of Laurel Lance and I just wish she'd stay dead. That's, I'm not. That's very that's valid. Very valid. I would definitely be on that valid. team. Was that my preference? Mm. Probably. I felt like the show was stronger without oh, yeah. her. No, when when she was dead, sure. those were the salad days, and they were wonderful. But as soon as she came back, I knew it's, that it was a situation yeah. where I was like, well, I'm going to have to make my peace yep. with this because this is how but it is. But don't let any of them tell you. Because I feel like right. sometimes this is like ship wars where they're like, well, they just keep giving their side like ammo. First of all, their ammo no, they're not. is blanks. They're not really. It's yeah, not based in not reality. Good. It makes Zip. no sense. They make up the math. <laughs> they say, oh, it's ratings related. The ratings tanked because, you know, yes. there was no Laurel. No, no, no. It's not no, a thing. Guys. No, 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 no. Okay. Not a thing. And you know, they're like, you know, well, the majority of viewers, <laughs> I always laugh at this one. Oh, the majority of viewers love, love Laurel and they want her to be the lead. And yet, no, they don't. If you're talking like obsessed fans <laughs> on Twitter, obsessed comic fans, if that's all you're talking to is, if you're an obsessed comic fan and all you ever talk to is other obsessed comic fans, sure. That's what you, you think. You think everybody loves right. her. Right. Because those are the people who love, love her. her. But when you talk about the greater public, like uh, I talk to people who watch Arrow casually. Yes, like same. I, I, I come across them either like usually they're people I know from high school or whatever on Facebook. And they'll be like, oh, Arrow, yeah, I stopped watching that because that Laurel, I, she drove me nuts. I'm like, you know, and yeah. I hear that same line all the yeah, time. Yeah, I never Nobody met anyone really likes her. outside of fandom in everyday life casual viewer who yeah. when i struck up arrow they were like oh my gosh i love felicity oh laurel drives me insane that was always the two yeah that's everybody always says oh felicity's awesome via like, no prompting from me like listen no, if my dad my 60 year old father like gets angry when she's on screen and he's a fairly chill dude laurel laurel Just oh, he loves sure. felicity he loves felicity <laughs> was like, he was so you guys my dad was mad my dad has been mad at oliver since season one and i mean mad <laughs> because he had not proposed to her by like the 17th episode my mom had to like because my dad doesn't watch episodic television he just he watches ewtn he refights world war ii and then he watches cop shows um and then the news uh so like episodic television is very difficult for him he has a very hard time with it and my mom literally had to sit him down because he was getting so frustrated he's like why doesn't he love her he needs to love her and my mom's like okay big boy she's like he loves her she loves him they're soulmates but it's gonna take about I think she said five years for them to sort it out. And my dad's, oh, crap. You know, she's like, so buckle in. He's like, so yeah, he, my dad, when I told him that Oliver and Felicity got married, he was like, it was about damn time. Like, he wasn't even like, he was still irritated with Oliver that he had not put a ring on it, like, back in season one. 
Valid. So, I mean, he ain't wrong. Facts. So, I, like, that to me, I kind of use my dad as the barometer because this is not a shipper. This is not a man who remotely, he couldn't even, he doesn't even know what Tumblr is. Like, this is not, this is not his. That's, that's my husband for me. Yeah. He does not ship. He barely tolerates Arrow. And he'll take one glance at it and he'll tell me, he'll be like, Laurel's the fucking worst. He hates her more than I do. Nick hates Laurel more than I do. Yeah, definitely. Nick's like, ugh. Definitely. N- Kyle, yeah. every time he sees Katie Cassidy's face, he rolls his know, eyes. Nick's He's like, like, ugh. Can't stand Nick it. Nick wants a fast okay. forward. I'm like, you can't fast forward. Like, there's a pl- Kyle just leaves the <laughs> My room. My husband's always you know? like, He's like I love you, even... but there's a lot of this no. show we could fast forward. I'm like, that's but probably he, true. But. but he agrees, you know, that the show is Oliver and Felicity. You know, he doesn't much care for Oliver. Well, it doesn't even. Do, I think yeah. he thinks that Oliver's a little bit of a preening peacock and oh, pretty boy. And he does. He does not like any guy that he feels thinks he looks good. I don't think does Oliver does. That him. might oh be a fair. Uh, I feel like it's a Stephen thing. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I think that's what my husband's picking up. He does not like him. Did at you guys all. see what happened on Twitter, like, Steve? Well. See, this is what I'm talking about balance because I saw someone. The importance of Felicity right. Smoke. The importance of Felicity Smoke. This is what I'm talking about balance. They're never going to deep six both sides. Like, no. Beth and Juliana Harkvay are out there promoting this Canary episode. But what does Steve tweet today? Steve, Steve, Steve. He said, Holy smoke. Smokes. My computer is scrolling. Holy smokes. Episode 716 of Arrow is a triumph. That's the flash forward. So he's episode, saying folks. Felicity Smoke and probably Mia Smoke are the shit in that episode. That's what Steve's tweeting about today. And everyone's like. And everybody knows that's the T because whenever right. Steve says that about a Felicity episode. It's typically he's correct. He's pretty much always right. It's typically correct. Like when he's talking about his own episodes like, oh, this, this scene is no, so no. wonderful. No, no. It's like, yeah, he's. That nobody no, no, agrees. But him. when he talks about Felicity, he's never. He was wrong. right one time. When three oh one. But that about was about the, Felicity. He, right, the restaurant Wasn't scene. It? Yeah, no, no. The la- no, he talks about Felicity all the time. Remember when he talked about five twenty before? Oh yeah, five twenty. If it's a Felicity it related, he, if it's a Felicity related, yeah. he's typically right. If he's talking about Oliver, then he's alone, wrong. then he's always always wrong. This is the Always Steve wrong. math. We're giving yeah, you that's pearls all of wisdom you need to here. Know to this is like the Steve, Steve calculator we're giving you. <laughs> if you want to dissect Steve You've unlocked the code. You unlocked his Go code. Go forth and use it It wisely. ain't a complicated code, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he's a simple man. <laughs> but see, it's like, oh, he's a wildly problematic person. And then he tweets shit like that. I'm like. And I gotta retweet it. We can't it. deep six him all together. We can't altogether. get rid of him all together because he's. Listen, I got around it by retweeting a screenshot of it. So I actually go. retweeted the tweet. <laughs> wow. But I retweeted without comments. I didn't compliment there him or go. anything. It just, Good. it just was there. So I get this all the time because people are like, "Why do you hate Steve?" I don't hate Steve because he's stupid. I don't no, hate. We don't hate I don't him. hate he's anybody. He's no, just. We don't he hate. does he really ridiculously thing. stupid shit. That's. We could l- listen, listen. We, we could, could do a we whole could go other a whole, podcast. Like he does stupid. Episode here's what I'm gonna say. He does stupid, the ignorant shit, and then he doubles down on it. Yeah, that drives it me. It drives up us up the wall. And listen, 
this last summer, I hit my wall with him. I just, I was like, okay, nope, I'm done. Because I couldn't anymore. Yeah. I just couldn't. There were and comments Jen made that same. I was like, yeah. not okay. Like, if yeah. it takes a, listen, guys, I'm going to tell you a little, little secret about me. I don't give a shit about Hollywood actors. People are always like, oh, you know, we need to boycott this oh, show yeah. because no. this Hollywood actor believes this. Yeah. If I gave a crap about what the actors believe and whatever they're saying, I would never, and I had to agree with them, I would almost never watch any TV. <laughs> like, I don't base my morality off of what TV actors, movie actors are saying, okay? Like, I make my own determination. And <laughs> so, you know, this expectation of Steve or Emily or David or if any of them do something stupid, then we need to stop watching Nero. First of all, no. I'm not a Nielsen member, so it doesn't, nobody gives a fuck about me, <laughs> so. I'm not watching for Steven. And I but I'm, I'm not, not watching, watching for, for Steven. Emma. I don't care. Yeah. Like I love Oliver. He's what's my fascination. Well, and this is what I, I mentioned I remember mentioning this over the summer when Steve was so infuriating. That it's I'm really glad that I learned how to separate the actor from the character or else I would have a real hard time. And I feel like a lot of people, and I think this isn't just Arrow. I think this is all fandoms. This is just kind of the nature of being a fan. Mm -hmm. People have a really hard time separating the actor from the character. Yes. And when the actor does something stupid, then you that impacts can't help their but take it out the on the show. character, yeah. or and vice versa. <laughs> and it's just you need to 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 try to nip that in the I bud. I can very easily separate them. Like, I loved meeting Steve. I had really great uh, interactions with him every single time I've met him. David's amazing. I've had positive. I've never had a negative interaction with anyone from Arrow. Ever. Yeah. And I've seen them multiple times. They've all been delightful. Um, that doesn't mean that I don't disagree with them sometimes and... You know, just, but they're just but people. they're people. They're just people, yeah, and I think that that's people. something that really sinks in. They're not. They're not. I was like, the, the end I wasn't really all, nervous the Omega, first time I met him. I was very excited, but you know, after God you meet incarnate. them, you're like, oh, you know, he's just a dude. He's a dude. They're just. They're just really people. good looking. It's it's their job makes them quote unquote. Well, this is why I have always get. If you want to talk like Jen, getting kind people. of you know, I get more jazzed about writers. You've said this before. Have I said I that? Yeah, I'm pretty I sure get you all, said That's this. where I get a little. Oh, my God. I agree. I love, I met Nora Roberts. <gasps> I know. You've never told me that. I didn't. No. Oh yes. I met her, Nora Roberts. They held the um, Romance Writers of America convention here in Reno. Oh, my God. And they kind of had like a meet and greet thing. And I went to it because I was a member of RWA at the time. And so I went. And yeah, I got to meet her and I was just like, I just remembered I, that's probably the most starstruck I've oh ever God. been in my life because I used to read every goddamn thing that woman wrote and so I don't do oh, as much anymore, but there was once a time where it was like, I read all of this <laughs> and it mm. was amazing. And I met Debbie Makeomer and oh. I met like a bunch of the other ones. They were all there and it was, it was like geek out America. Like, I think like sit down, have a cup of tea with JK Rowling would be pretty oh much God. like that would, a that would be bender. a lot of fun that would yeah. just like that's what i like because like i am really invested i'm not super invested in the actors i enjoy <sighs> them 
Uh, but I the creators are the ones. But the creators who are write really the character, inspired. and I'm super, yeah. super psycho, like obsessed right. with the character. So if you if you really want to like talk dissect character, I think writers are more fun. You're not going to get a whole lot of depth out of an. Actor. Well, it's a gig to them. Not I generally. think they very much care. I mean, everyone that I've met from Arrow, I feel like they care about the show and they care about the characters. Oh, sure. But it's a gig. And Kat McNamara has some wonderful, insightful things to say about her character and other people's characters. She's a fantastic. What I like about, but at the end of the day, she's, she's just well. An but actor. here's the thing. What I like about her, and I think uh, maybe this is coming up from the younger generation, or I don't know. Um, she has a somewhat understanding of the importance of online fans. Yes, she really does get fans. And she's like, yeah, it's not something that you take for granted because it doesn't happen with every show and you tread lightly and you tread lightly Kirk Acevedo right (laughs) and you don't come in and insult them and you try to be respectful what I love about her is she's very respectful about the characters that the fans love right she's like I get that you are super invested in this and she doesn't look down her nose at it like, you're a weirdo. Right. She's like, thank you for being super invested in it. That's amazing. Like, I saw something the other day where, oh, God, I forget what, what Daniel, had happened. Daniel Radcliffe also had a great. But um, Stephen said something to a fan. Like, she had said something snarky to him. And he replied with, like, really kind of an Oh, it was the Tesla comment. comment. Was it the Tesla? Yeah, thing? so she he was tweeting about his Tesla, and she t- it was a really funny response. She's like, "You're really trying to make yourself what did she call him? Unrelatable, aren't you?" I could read the humor in it right a- well, a right away. Line, like you, you could know? tell like, she was dude. being completely sarcastic. Maybe for Steven, she and needed he to got really get and really mad about it. About it. Like the. If you're going to make a joke to Steven, here's the thing, guys. If you're going to make a joke to Steven, this is the real important thing. You need to use emojis. Use the winky face emoji so he knows you're joking. I don't even even think that would matter. I think if he feels feels insecure or upset or his little feelings are bruised by something you say, that he he gets snotty and he puts you on blast to his... 2.38 2.38 million fans mm-hmm. or whatever that follow him on Twitter. Makes him feel better and, about himself. And it's just like, you know what? That's a really small way to act but also, for an actor. She's know? not it's, like t- buying a Tesla is a very Hollywood thing to do. Like that's that that's a Hollywood car to me. So I'm like, yeah, that's you know, and tweeting about your Tesla, just letting people know that you have a Tesla is a very Hollywood thing to do. In my frame of mind. I think tailgating in your Tesla is a Hollywood thing to do. But Here's the thing. If you can't have a little <sighs> bit of a sense of humor about yourself. I, and I feel like he's lost He's kind of lost sense his sense of humor. of humor about himself. He used to have one. Back in the day, broke his shit Steve like, would have laughed his ass off, off about like that. the Steve who never went to Coachella. Right. And ripped on it right. instead that, Steve. that guy had a best. sense of humor the one that follows his wife around very unproblematic Steven. He's, he's he's that's the way to look at it guys there's steven pre-coachella and there's steven post-coachella those are the two those are the two uh, er, uh phases of steve 
and they are stark and contrasting. <laughs> it's like, guys, my God, would you just relax for minutes? Yeah. So you know, when people get worked up about what the actors say about the characters, yeah, it doesn't bother me. Don't care. It doesn't. I don't care if yeah. I don't care if Emily's unhappy about the pregnancy storyline. Sorry, guys, I don't care. I'm happy about it. <laughs> That's okay. She can be unhappy about it. I don't know if you. I don't even know if she is unhappy about it. But let's just say she is. If she's unhappy about it, that doesn't um, bother me. Yeah, doesn't bother me either. Mm-mm. Anyhow, what were we talking uh, about? We're talking about Felicity Smoke and how she's amazing. But I feel like we've covered it because she's. Amazing. I feel like we 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 well we haven't even t- touched the ice tip of the iceberg. I know, but it's like... But I, I feel know. like we covered what we meant to talk about. But see, that's why it's, like, more helpful in the episode context, because it, it gives you direct yeah, like, scenes. But that's what I think we were stressing, like, just because there's a big Canary co- episode coming up, and they're promoting the shit out of it. It does, it does not, not mean that they suddenly don't... suddenly mean Felicity's getting sidelined, or Felicity has stopped being important, or Emily is no longer going to film on Arrow. And... It- I think at the end of the day, the biggest, most important message is let's not talk down to other fans. I just don't. Let's not tell fans they're being naive. Let's not tell people they're being stupid about something. Especially Jess. Let's not, you know, you guys can disagree all you want. Disagree (laughs) up one side and down the other. But if you get on Anonymous and you go into somebody's ass box and you start saying these, these nasty things to them. You're really not contributing anything worthwhile to the fandom. You are taking away from the fandom. Because I promise you, there are people you'll never know, but there are people who will see that and turn away from this fandom. To be like, okay, well, I'm going to stop reading fan fiction. I'm going to stop writing fan fiction. I'm going to stop reblogging these posts. I don't care. I don't want to be a part of this where they talk to each other like this anymore. There are people that do that every single time you guys put this nonsense out into the world. Stop doing it. You're a disservice to this ship, to the characters, to the show, to the fandom. Stop it. Just stop. I just got the best because I was just quick looking through our my ask box to see if there's any good questions. Um, there's questions, but not really related to our topic. <laughs> well, are we done? I think we're done. I think we did it. Hour and a half. It. That's like that's we did really short. Good. Look at us. We can be brief. I think yeah, hour and a half is about as good as we're gonna get, guys. Yeah. Me and Cal can it. easily do five hours. Not like, if you want to know what's funny, guys. So sometimes we'll I podcast for like three hours, and then we'll still talk for like two hours after it. That's true. So. We We're an old married couple. <laughs> I don't know what to tell yeah, you. We <laughs> well, we just like to talk to each other. She's That's my boo bear. Friends. Yeah. Aww. We love you. Aww. I know. <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> okay, guys. All right. Until Have next time. Weekend, until there's more fandom drama, which prompts a topic we'll probably for be us. Probably next week sometime. We'll be next yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> so see you later. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to listen next week. Subscribe to Watch Over on iTunes. Or Google Play. And look us up on Twitter and Tumblr. 
Bye. Bye.